I have a confession. I love Grey's Anatomy. Are there any others of you out there who share my addiction? Yay, I got some. Yay. My name is Rusty Wilson. I'm also known as Hey Rusty, because that's what people yell when things go wrong around here. I am here today for the kickoff of the 2021 Stewardship Campaign. I want to tell you today a little bit about my journey and why this church means so much to me. First, my backstory. You see, in 2008, I was a workaholic. That's another confession. And one morning in September, I started having stomach trouble. Within two hours, I couldn't leave the restroom, and I called my boss and said I had a stomach bug. She said, well, just go on home. No problem. I called my partner and told him there's something wrong here, and you need to get to the house as quick as you can. That's the last thing I remembered. Of course, being a typical male, I refused to go to the hospital. And sometime in the wee hours of the morning, my partner managed to carry me to the car and get me to the emergency room. I'll try to give you an abbreviated version of what happened. They did emergency surgery and removed a third of my large intestine. It was a condition called ischemic bowel, which means that my large intestine was dying. But sepsis had already set in, which caused total system failure. I was in a coma for two months and kept alive on machines. I was coded twice and given last rites four times. Only 2% of people who get ischemic bowel survive. I'm happy to be one of them. So thanks to this amazing team of doctors, I stand before you, and they tell me I am a walking miracle. I was forced into medical retirement at the age of 51. Okay, now back to Grey's Anatomy. In last year's season, when the world was being terrorized by COVID, the main character in Grey's Anatomy, her name is Meredith Grey, she also got COVID. And she was in a coma, and she was kept alive on machines the entire season. Sound familiar? Somehow I could relate to her. Um, when she came out, before the season ended, they called her a walking miracle. So now fast forward to the first episode of this season. She met a guy who she's, whose life she saved years ago. And again, he wasn't supposed to live. And they called him a miracle. So she confesses to him that she just survived COVID. And he says to her, oh, so you're a miracle like me. And she says, well, I guess I am. He says, well, that's a lot of pressure. So what you gonna do about it? That's the very question I had on my mind 13 years ago. When I came out of the coma, I was still alive, but I was unable to work. I needed to keep busy, and I wanted to help others. So what you gonna do about it? God led me to reconciliation, and he guided every footstep of mine along the way. In early 2009, I learned that a good friend of mine, um, y'all know Roxy Montesano from 8 o'clock? 
Um, his partner had passed away while I was in the coma, and I didn't know about it, obviously. So I called him to give him my condolences. We had dinner, and he said, do you want to go to church with me? And I've been here ever since. I love the size of our congregation. It's not too big. It's not too small. And like everybody else, you walk into the grounds and feel like it's your own private Garden of Eden. For a church that has a small staff of about six people, I'm amazed by how many activities we can offer for people of all generations. And then COVID came along and we had to reimagine how we could do every one of those ministries without being face to face. And we did it. We pulled it off. But even during COVID, our church did not shut down. We still had to provide funding for the buildings, grounds, and salaries. And thanks to the generosity of all of you, we were still able to thrive. Our staff worked harder than ever before. Our staff worked harder than we did ever before COVID. And we had to learn together how to use tools like live streaming and Zoom, which I think we've all mastered by now. So let's talk a little bit about stewardship. It's often called time, treasure, and talent. Now the financial support, the treasure part, is absolutely necessary, but it's equally important to lead and participate in the ministries that make REC thrive. One day recently, we sat down in Josh's office and we made a list of all the ministries that we offer here at REC. Do you know how many there were? We have 74 ministries. Now, a lot of those we had to postpone because of COVID, and we will be bringing them back, but we should all be proud of that number. I love this church with all my heart. You'll often see me scuttling around behind the scenes, making sure that all services, be it the 8 o'clock, the 9 o'clock, the 10.30, funerals and weddings, all go off without a hitch. I'm the co-chair of the Altar Guild, I work in the office, and I'm part of the live stream team. I unlock the doors at 7 a.m. every Sunday morning, and I'm the last one to leave when I set the alarm. I consider all of you a part of my family, and that is what church is, and that is what makes stewardship so important. Now, after surviving the biggest pandemic in history, I believe that each and every one of you is also a walking miracle because we're all still here together. So I ask each and every one of you, what you gonna do with it? Thank you.